Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the show. Another coaching casualty, but this one isn't necessarily a bad thing. Welcome to the show again, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. So Mike Vrabel is the latest coach who was fired yesterday afternoon from the Tennessee Titans. To be honest, I think the Titans kind of did him a favor. Uh, I know no one loves to be fired, but the Titans are ready for a full teardown. Yeah, I mean, people are still killing the Titans because they let go of what everybody... I mean, he's universally viewed as a good coach. Would you agree with that? Yes, but you need the right kind of team for Mike Vrabel. But yes, I do think he is universally looked at as a good coach. And they're double-killing them because they came out and said, we're not going to wait to trade him. Knowing, acknowledging that there would probably be trade value for him, but they said that it's too complicated. Basically, like it's too much paperwork. We don't want to trade him. <laughs> so because you do the paperwork, because we all know of all the guys that are getting fired in this cycle. Obviously, Mike Rabel's the most successful one, and we happen to know there are a couple teams that are going to look really hard at him. Well, unless Bill Belichick gets fired or traded, in which case he would be the most successful coach on the market. But I think Rabel has more trade value than Belichick. Oh. Because he's younger. I mean, not because he's a better coach. Like, I don't, th- you, I don't think this – Jake Glazer said no one's trading for Bill Belichick. That was a report. I think Vrabel's – I think there are a lot of teams. Think, think well, of nobody's your, trading for Vrabel either because they didn't even wait yeah. around for it. I, I guess but here's say the you're thing. a random team. Wouldn't you trade – wouldn't you give up a second rounder for Vrabel? I cannot see anyone doing that for Belichick. I might be wrong. Well, it's over because I think the Patriots kind of torpedoed the trade value of Belichick anyway because the Jake Glazer report that came out over the weekend was – Either they're going to trade him or they're going to fire him. And it's like, well, if yeah, I, yeah. I just might wait around for him to get fired so right. I don't have to trade an asset. Here's the thing about Vrabel, though. And obviously, we're still waiting to see what's going to happen with Bill Belichick. The Patriots are taking their time with this. I understand why. If they are moving on from him, they're moving on for a le- from a legend. But these two are clearly linked. Mike Vrabel, who won three Super Bowls with Bill Belichick in New England, didn't coach in New England, though. Coached at Ohio State, mm. coached at the Houston Texans as an assistant, and then obviously uh, has been with the Tennessee Titans. Three playoff appearances in four years, but coming off of back-to-back seasons where the combined record was 13-21. and 21. And here's why I think that Mike Vrabel, while a great coach, and I think guys like playing for him or whatever – to pair him with a young quarterback like I expect the New England Patriots to have, I don't know if that's necessarily a great fit. He had his most success with Ryan Tannehill. Once they started coming in with Malik Willis and once they had Will Levis, like the the train went off the tracks here yeah. with the Tennessee Titans. Is he the right guy for a young quarterback in a full teardown? Like he didn't want to be part of a rebuild in Tennessee. 
what do you think it is in New England? Like, you're not stepping into a Super Bowl team here. This is basically a full rebuild in New England as well. Right or wrong, I don't think the Patriots have the same timeline as the Titans. I don't think they think it's a full rebuild. And this could sound very callous, but, you know, Robert Kraft does not have time for a full rebuild. He's got to bring in. He doesn't have time to hire Shane Steichen and develop this offense. Like, He's okay, 82. Look at the roster. I'm just telling Vrabel's a win now guy. And I mean, Drake May actually reminds me a little bit of Ryan Tannehill, uh, at least like uh, measurables. Yeah. I, I think I, I understand what you're saying. It might be the wrong philosophy altogether, but I think Vrabel's a win now coach. And I think the Patriots definitely want that because of where Kraft is. Okay. I, don't, I don't think, I don't think Kraft wants to go, you know, pile up two or three years of losing and getting high draft picks. I think he thinks Vrabel can come in get these guys fired up. You know, the defense is good. Uh, and hope for a miracle on offense. Okay. The only team that's currently looking for a head coach or has a head coach vacancy yeah. now, the only, I guess, teams that are even semi-close to being winners would be the Falcons and the Chargers, right? The Falcons, I think, by virtue of the division is weak. Yeah. You need a quarterback. You have the skill position players. You do have some pieces on defense. And then, obviously, the Chargers because you've got Justin Herbert. The other openings here, the Commanders, the Raiders, the New England Patriots, are why? they close? No shot why? To, to being contenders. I don't know that I put the Falcons much higher than the Raiders, for example. The Raiders have some talent. I don't know who's staying or sticking around. At least they have Max Crosby. The Falcons have a tradition of mediocrity that goes way back. Is is Patrick Mahomes leaving also, the division and I didn't hear about it? Because uh, you it, the, the path to get to the playoffs yeah. is going to be much harder for the Raiders by virtue of Mahomes. I think Washington is also right in that mix because the NFC East has a new winner famously every year. That's true. I think the, the, there's definitely talent in Washington. Okay, I'm so not the man sure. who, was, who presided over the process, you think, is now in a win win now mode? No, no but he's I think, you, let I, this I play think out. you could definitely get the Commanders in the playoffs in two years. Uh, just again, nature of the franchise: the yeah. Giants are lost, the Eagles got really old, and the Cowboys are the Cowboys. So I, I think that Washington is not. I, I don't put Atlanta over Washington or the Raiders. Atlanta has. Uh, I mean, you look at their roster. They've made so many bad draft picks that he's going to have to climb out of that. Same with the Raiders. But, yeah, I, I don't – I think all those jobs are about the same. But back to New England, though, Vrabel's a good coach. And I think everybody knows that. I think that's a great – if they move on for Belichick, that is such a win. Like, I think Boston fans are going to hold a parade for Mike Vrabel. He feels like um, – no offense to Gerard Mayo, who seems great, but this is, this is a successor. This is the guy they wanted. And for some reason – it doesn't feel like he's going to be in Bill Belichick's shadow. I feel like if anybody can handle it, Mike Vrabel can. Because he's, he, Wouldn't Gerard Mayo be the same thing, though? He's a player who has yes. success. They're, they're built on the defensive side of the ball. They're kind of the same. But Vrabel's won games as a head coach before, and Vrabel has much more respect than Gerard Mayo because he's been a head coach. That's the only reason. So that gives, Also, there's something about Vrabel. You know, he used to catch touchdowns. There's a little magic about Mike Vrabel. Uh, at least in Patriots lore. He's okay. just like a true Patriot. So is Mayo. Yeah, Mayo is too. But, but I mean. And Mayo's been in the building, I thought, which would give him the leg up. Now, there was a story yeah. that came out. I really hated that story. Yeah. It was not um, attributed to anyone. It was anonymous sources who said that John Mayo was rubbing people the wrong way in the building. Like, you got to put your name on that. Because that feels like just straight up character assassination without any kind of, like, evidence at yeah. all. Like, if he's been, how? He's been mad. He's been, you know, bad in meetings. He stiffed them in the Christmas party. Like, you got to flesh that out a little bit. But also, the thing is, we know Mike Rabel really well. We don't know anything about Gerard Mayo. He's, you know, he's inside a the building, they do. They do. But publicly, every if you're a 
Patriots fan, you know Mike Vrabel really well. He's done a million interviews. Gerard Mayo has been an assistant. The reason that report even was able to come out is because we don't know anything about what happens inside that Patriots building. So, of course, Mayo hasn't really gotten his chance to be Gerard Mayo yet. Uh, we, we know he has a good reputation, but Rabel we know really well. Remember the draft night thing and all these crazy st- Yeah, this is that's a good thing that somebody was on the toilet yeah. <laughs> at Rabel's house with the door open Rabel when is they a, did the draft during COVID. Yeah, he's a known character. I uh, so, <laughs> think that's a positive. Uh, I just think that I think Patriots fans are like, yeah, we know this guy. Mayo was a great player and seems like I think he's going to be head coach anyway. But come on, there's no excitement about Gerard Mayo coming in because it's a total unknown. Rabel is... I tell you, I know some, we both know some Patriots fans. They are thrilled that Vrabel's out there. Let's hear uh, a little sound. So Mike Vrabel, coincidentally, was honored by the Patriots this season during the Titans bye week. What do they call it up there? Ring of Honor? Something. Anyway, here is the retirement ceremony, and here's Vrabel talking about the Patriots and their leadership. But I also want you not to take this organization for granted. I've been a lot of places. This is a special place with great leadership, great fans, great direction, great coaching. Enjoy it. It's not like this everywhere. Thank you very much. All right. I, it's, it's the Patriots Hall of Fame. So pardon me. Um, so that was Vrabel, um, you know, talking up the Pats. Well, one thing that's going to be the immediate that's joke. That's kind of is, a stark yeah. difference of what's going on in Tennessee there. But. The immediate joke is he's going to have more touchdowns uh, catching the ball than any Patriots receiver. He's got 11 <laughs> on his career. I, uh, any current Patriots receiver. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm sure Juju has more. I don't even know if Juju's still on the team, but it is a, it is a thin roster. I will give you that. <laughs> but This is not – this. if you don't want to be a part of a rebuild in Tennessee, I get you mm. have the connection to the Patriots, but you're looking at the same thing. I'm no, sorry. I, I, for some reason, I know what you're saying. I hate the Patriots roster. I think they've done a terrible job yeah, drafting. you kill the Patriots I more kill than all anybody. The time. Bring in Vrabel, and I'm ready to go. In fact, yeah, and also I think Belichick returning would give them a better chance to be at least mediocre. I think you could climb back to eight or nine wins with this roster, whereas Tennessee seems like they're headed the opposite direction. They're not going to be a nine-win team again. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We should play the other side of this. This is the owner of the Titans, Amy Adams, shrunk on firing Mike Vrabel. It wasn't a last night or a month ago or whenever. It's just kind of been all season watching. And it it was difficult, but I thought it was time to make that change. Okay. So I think where things probably started to go south was the loss to the Cincinnati Bengals at home when you had the one seed. That was devastating. And I know that was a couple years ago, but, you know, sometimes Perloff, these things can kind of sit with teams and you have this missed opportunity. Ryan Tannehill said he went to a dark place after that because he threw the three picks in the game, and then they brought in Malik Willis, and now he's looking over his shoulder, and I think they never got it back on track. So, Also, too, uh, obviously they're losing Derrick Henry, who's been the face of that team, yeah. so that's a pure start over. I didn't, you know, you could also talk about the A.J. Brown trade, and they drafted yeah. Traylon Burks, who has all the talent in the world, but that's not really working out the way they want it. You could... Is there a single player uh, that you really, like a young player that you're excited about? Like I said, the Raiders have Max Crosby. The Titans don't even have Monte Adams. So speaking of the Raiders, this is another thing. So while we're talking about Mike Vrabel getting fired and about the Vrabel connection to the Patriots, meanwhile, we still have no word on what's going to happen with Bill Belichick. Is there a Raiders possibility here as well? And the reason why I say that is because Tom Brady – 
is part of this Raiders organization. He's not, I don't think he ever got fully approved as an owner, but he's obviously has the ear of the owner. And who did they just hire and just sign last offseason? Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo. Like who would who would go to bat more for Josh McDaniels than Tom freaking Brady? So is Tom wow. going to be someone who has the ear of Mark Davis and will there be a Patriots connection to the next Raiders head coach? Well, I mean, if you're going to go Brady connections and who can woo Jim Harbaugh. Right. Or a Michigan is it as, a Michigan. Connection? Yeah. I mean, we know that the Raiders want Harbaugh. That's the first team that came out and said, we're all after this guy. So yeah, I, I that's another fit time-wise like Vrabel's going to win now coach. I mean, if, if they, you pretend you're Mike Vrabel. Yeah. I'm your agent. I call you. Okay, you got full offers, same money, Raiders or Patriots. Which job are you taking? You know, I'd probably have to really think about it because I think that you're right. I think the Raiders roster is in slightly better shape than the Patriots for sure. I mean, hell, you have Devontae Adams. That makes your – and Max Crosby makes your roster immediately Yeah, Devontae Adams today. Well, you have he's, a, he's pretty old. Okay, but if you're bringing in – yeah, well, he's pretty old, but he's still effective. He's thirty. You, he's going to be 31 this year, I think. You invested a lot to bring him in, the draft capital, paying him, all of that. I think that you, Brady might be might woo you here. And you can say, listen, you're going to have a lot of power, and you're not going to be in the shadow of Belichick. So, yeah, I, I again, might. you have to deal with Mahomes in the division, but you got to deal with Josh Allen if you're in the AFC. <laughs> yeah. Too well, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. The and AFC, Aaron Rodgers if he comes back next year. The AFC East has some advantages too. Like, I, I don't know. I, I would probably go to England. Uh, you know this. You know the ownership group well. With the Raiders, you don't really know what that ownership group's going to do. There's just a franchise solidity to the Ra- the Patriots. You're familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, right now Josh Allen looks good in Buffalo. You could you could easily uh, win that division at some point soon. It's uh, I mean, listen, Buffalo was what was their record this year? Eleven and eleven and six. Yeah, I, I I think the uh, the Patriots is way more attractive. And you know Vrabel. There's no way he's going to the Raiders over the Patriots. He is a Patriot through and through. He was there in 01. And once you're there in 01 for that amazing run, I think that becomes part of your sort of bloodline. There's no way he's choosing the Raiders. Here's the thing. Why was he never a Patriots assistant? If he loves them so much, you know, he went to Houston, was an assistant there, got the job in yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, I don't know. 855-212-4CBS. There's another part of this, too, and you brought it up, and I want to give you full credit for it, which is Mike Vrabel doesn't fall under this category and this umbrella necessarily. He played for Belichick. He didn't coach for Belichick. But what has happened to the Belichick assistant coaches when they have gone on and been detached from Belichick? They've failed. Exactly. It's been rough. Are the Patriots so convinced that – Whoever they bring in, if it is someone in-house, if it is Gerard Mayo, if they do bring back Josh McDaniels, if they go with Bill O'Brien, whoever from the Patriots coaching tree, that they're not going to suffer the same fate as all the other teams that miscalculated and misjudged this and thought they were getting the next Belichick and got a cheap copy. Yeah, but you you did bring up Vrabel. So you're not putting Vrabel in that conversation? I can't really put Vrabel there because he didn't actually coach with Belichick. He played for Belichick. I, yeah. I think it's you know I he doesn't it doesn't fall under the same umbrella exactly. Uh, you know it's funny. Uh, the GMs are now now the GM tree is not bad because Nick Casario is awesome down in Houston. Took a while. But he <laughs> finally a, got there. Took a while for somebody to finally succeed. Uh, I understand what you're saying, but I do think the win now 
mentality in New England. I, it sounds stupid, but I just think the timeline with Rabel, I totally agree with you. And I did say that. They should start over, go new, go Ben Johnson, go something completely different. Yeah, outside the outside the, the Belichick nest. But Rabel being available and the connection, the fact that you, you have an advantage to get him over other teams because of your history with them, they have to jump on this now. Uh, I You're right. And it, a lot depends on the offensive coordinator. I personally don't want to see Bill O'Brien there. You but, might not have a choice because Robert Kraft, like, here's the thing. But Vrabel maybe could play a power play here because he's got the leverage. But he, they uh, maybe like he likes Bill O'Brien. Like, that's the thing. You have a lot of relationships. You're not the only one. That's the thing about the Patriots and the yeah. Patriot way. It's all, in, it's like, you know, incestuous a little bit because it's been working for so long. And so you got guys with long histories with the ownership group. And Robert Kraft loves Bill O'Brien, and that's why he's back. I know. You're right. I'm totally going back on my word here because I say bring the bring the family back. Or part of me wonders about this Bill Belichick-Josh McDaniels combo coming back. What if you had a humble Bill Belichick? Like, I'm so the way it's developing, don't you? Aren't you? Is your brain going to that? Well, geez, you know, it's been three days. Maybe they're keeping Belichick, too. I don't think so. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, you're welcome to weigh in. The future of the Patriots head coach, should they go in the family or should they try to start fresh here? Again, the Belichick assistants, they have not been good. Why would you think they'd be good now? Because Robert Kraft is there? Come on. Uh, you should get the duck boats ready. If they hire Mike Rabel, the party in New England is or Boston is going to be crazy. Patriots fans are going to go berserk. I'm telling you, they love that dude. Okay, but they love anyone who won three Super Bowls with them, of course. <laughs> and Matt Light could go coach the team. I'm sure they'd love it too. And Gerard Mayo won a lot of Super Bowls. They're not, there's no party from for Gerard Mayo because Rabel, they're going to say, oh my God, Rabel took Tennessee to the conference title game. Tennessee, we're New England. We are. We get to the Super Bowl they, they're going to think immediately that expectations are going to go through the roof if they hire this guy. 855-212-4CBS. We get the conversation going with Mike Vrabel, the future of the Patriots head coach, coming up the one team that is facing more adversity than any other heading into Super Wild Card Weekend. Who is it? We'll tell you next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I don't know about you, Maggie, but I am old enough to remember when the Miami Dolphins were actually leading the AFC East and looked like they had that division sewn up. Yep. Now, this I relate to this as an Eagles fan. When you lose the division, things go south, and things have gone really south for the Miami Dolphins. Not only is everybody on defense hurt, uh, obviously they lost Jalen Phillips, they lost Bradley Chubb for the season. Then everybody got hurt last week. They're trying to sign guys off the street. They gave me a call off my couch. <laughs> yeah, you busy? busy but here's yeah. the bottom line for Super Wild Card Weekend. There is one stat that I think is uh, hanging over all these games. Okay. The Dolphins are 0-10 in their last 10 cold-weather games, meaning below 40. Like, this could not have worked out Wait, worse. Wait, cold weather's below 40? I thought cold weather's, like, below freezing. 40's, like, balmy here. This is a, That's a nice day. Yeah, but it's Tua from Hawaii and the Miami <laughs> Dolphins. This is, this could not, is there any possible way the last three weeks could have worked out worse for the Miami Dolphins? Well, this is a <laughs> terrible matchup. I don't think the Chiefs are playing well at all, but everything that could go wrong for Miami has gone wrong. And I don't even care about the injuries. It's the weather. I just cannot <laughs> see Tua going to Kansas City. Uh, they're obviously a passing team. This is, this is rough. The weather report in Kansas City for this Saturday night is zero degrees. All right. Zero. 
They couldn't give you one measly degree just to make it look a little bit better. It's zero degrees. Uh, there we go. <laughs> now, Football weather. Yeah, sure. By the way, they've lost these 10 games when it's under 40 by a combined 17 points per game. There's no <laughs> – ch- why is the spread only four and a half? It started out th- – I actually, it started out three and a half, over to three and a half, dropped to four and a half. Like, what, oh, what's the scenario here? Is it just that Tyreek Hill goes berserk on his old team? Um, I mean, I think that there's been a lot of – I think I think Vegas has given a lot of grace to the Miami Dolphins, don't you think? I mean, considering mm. how they've played against teams with winning records, you know, all of that, they haven't looked particularly good the last couple of weeks, and they've gotten injuries at every single level and phase of this team. I mean, they did beat the Cowboys. I don't know how. I think it was five field goals, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it's really weird. This is an odd team. You're right. They have one win over a good team. Uh, but actually, they've covered most of their game. They're ten and seven against the spread. So Vegas has not been that off on them. But yeah, it makes me actually nervous because I'm because of this cold weather. I'm like kind of feeling the Chiefs as a threat in the AFC. Everyone's talking about your Bills as a threat in the AFC, but the Chiefs can gain some momentum. They can actually learn how to catch a football between uh, in zero degree weather. You think that's going to help the Chiefs receivers too? I don't know. I feel like the Chiefs need time to gel as an offense as bizarre as that sounds. So <laughs> They've been this... playing for five months. <laughs> I, know, I know. But this is, this is a team that needed a hall pass in the opening round because if you put them on a neutral field, Miami is very dangerous to Kansas City. But I, I'm sorry. You know I'm a, a sad dad, a weather guy. Uh, just, all I need is the forecast here, and I'm done, Maggie. <laughs> Talk me out of this. You can tell. I don't care if they're bringing, who is it, Bruce Irvin off the cat? I can't remember. Justin Houston. Justin Houston. Bruce Irvin. Malik Reed. Malik like, Reed. And we saw it last week against your Bills. Melvin Ingram. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you, he got caught in coverage. Like, that shouldn't be. But just, first of all, he looked so out of shape, and you saw him and Christian Wilkins were panting by the fourth quarter. <laughs> what happened in the warm weather advantage in Miami? This could not have worked out worse. Now, wait, last year, the Dolphins played the Bills in the playoffs. That was kind of a colder game. What was that? So what ended up happening was it was the game in December where Tua was still healthy. Right, it snowed. It snowed, and and Miami was actually winning and doing really well in that game, and then it started to snow, and you saw Tua was like like a kid on Christmas. He couldn't couldn't believe it. It was so – looked kind of cold and looked kind of um, excited, you know, just sort of marveling at the snow. The Skylar Thompson game that yeah. were down to their third string quarterback that was in no precipitation. Okay, was it was it cold though? I, it's Buffalo in the winter. yeah. So it was January fifteenth in Orchard Park. Uh, yeah. By the way, you're right. That that was a miracle. I think that's one of the better games they played. Yeah. This I just don't see it. I I, I see no scenario to break this streak against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. Uh, they're much bigger spreads this weekend, but that to me would be the biggest shock if Miami can win in the cold at Kansas City my mind will be blown. It does feel like they are facing the most adversity of any team because of the injuries and because they had a chance against the Bills. The game is on Tua's arm. And, you know, Tyreek Hill gets a little banged up. He has to exit the game, throw into Chase Claypool for some God knows reason. We didn't yeah. even know that Chase Claypool was on the team. And he threw a pick. When Waddle's out of the game, what are his choices? Cedric Wilson, Chase Claypool. It's... They needed Waddle. They need that second option to Tariq Hill. They're going to have Waddle. So that's a good thing. They'll have Waddle. They'll have Mostert. Maybe that's part of it. But they've been so decimated. And here's the thing why I would put Miami, and I'll agree with you, that Miami's facing more adversity than any team. If you're the Steelers, you do have T.J. Watt out of this game, and that's that stinks. They're one in oh. ten without TJ Watt. Like there's this is not boding well for the Steelers. But aren't you just thrilled you made the playoffs? This has been a mm. season of crazy adversity 
for the Pittsburgh Steelers where there's still rumors out there that Mike Tomlin might step away. Like, yeah. this has been a crazy year by Pittsburgh standards, and you're in the playoffs. I think you're happy that you made the playoffs. I agree with that, but I still think there's a Matt Canada hangover. There's so many bad vibes around this team by hanging on to him too long. And then going to Trubisky over Mason Rudolph, I, I think this is the missed opportunity sense of the Steelers. They could easily have been the one or two seed in in the AFC. They were seven and four and had Arizona and New England. I, I still think there's regret. Mm. If you talk, and we I think Mason Rudolph may have changed the vibes a little bit. He's still yeah. the ball downfield. Well, they won three in a row. They won three. Yeah, but still, like they have to look at this playoff picture. I'm going to say, oh my God, we could have easily been 13 and four with our schedule. They, they The second half of their season, they had the easiest schedule out there, except for Baltimore, who they... Uh, ironically, be twice. I don't know if the second game counts. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think the Steelers. I mean, I'm saying this because of our Super Bowl pick. Like it laid out perfectly for them this year, and they completely blew it. And it's on like, Mike Tomlin. Maybe they feel like they have a second shot here. They got a second life. I mean, again, it's going to be hard without Watt. He's so yeah. important to them. Well, what is it? But you do get Mika Fitzpatrick back. Remember, we talked to our buddy Andrew Filponi, who said yeah. the problem in Pittsburgh is this limbo where they're just good enough to make the playoffs or just good enough to have a winning record, but they don't feel like a Super Bowl threat. Yeah. I, I I get that vibe from this team. Like, yes, they're happy they made the playoffs, but do you think they're celebrating this? Um. Well, I mean, <laughs> as celebrate small victories. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe they feel like I, I. I hear a lot of Mike Tomlin coach of the year stuff. I hear a what? lot. Of, I'm telling you, I was doing. What's a, the anti coach of the year? I was doing an interview last night with uh, our station in Toronto, which yeah. was really fun. And uh, I was doing an interview with the host, Roger, up there, who is fantastic, does a great job. And he was like, what do you think about Mike Tomlin, Coach of the Year candidate? I was like, I don't know about that. Uh, I would bet you anything that he's not top five Coach of the Year. I'll do it. I'll do if you. mm. Listen, I'm with you. I think he caused a lot of the problems that he then had to correct. Yeah. I I mean, obviously, Matt Cannon was fully his fault. I think it's the worst job, Mike Tom. His stubbornness cost them a huge opportunity this year. Because when you have T.J. Watt on that field, like he's, he's like Miles Garrett in Cleveland. Like They've proven this year that one defensive star can win you a game, and they completely blew it. I, anyway, again, it's one of those things where I made them as my Super Bowl pick, So you know you've, you, and I know you feel that way about the Jaguars, too. Like You see that it was sitting there for both our teams, and they just said, nah, we're good. We're going we're gonna to continue with this idiotic philosophy. Easy come, easy go. In the chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. I'm just going to call him DT is in the chat. He said as far as being zero degrees, he's named it after two words that I once said on the show that Pete had to drop (laughs) and bleep. Um, So DT's in the chat. He said if zero degrees, I would be banging my head just so I could go into the blue tent for a few minutes. And TM Lee said I'd fake pull a hammy so I could go sit on the heated bench. Guys want no part of these zero degree games. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't want to be in. Uh, that's when you invented big screen TVs, and that's where I want to be for the, a game like that. Okay. I've been to cold games. It sucks. Oh, come on. I mean, that that's the essence of football. Wear the short sleeves, get yep. all cut up. You know, go in the mud. Yeah. Pete, Pete, you, <laughs> Pete you're a Whoa. Jets fan. Would you have gone to, uh, if you had tickets to Foxborough for week 18 in the snow, would you have gone to that? Oh, no chance in hell I would go, <laughs> go to that, especially, especially with how, they're, how they are. And you know what? If the Steelers don't want Mike Tomlin, I'll be gladly taking him on the Jets. Pete, it just sounded like you were chewing on some raw meat right there. That's right. It was. It's jerky. It, it, it's, it's, 
raw. All the manly things. That's right. Moonshine. <laughs> I think we've gotten to the point where people can admit that they don't like cold weather games and TV's awesome. Are, uh, that, do you sound like a non-football guy if you say that? Uh, I, I, what I find interesting, I'll say this about myself. Um, this is the mind game that I play. I'll sit out there for a zero-degree football game. But if you give me 45 degrees for baseball's opening day, I'm like, this is BS. I can't sit there for a cold baseball game, and you can spare the jokes about how I don't have to watch any games in October anyway because my team's the Mets. It's fine. I've already heard those jokes. But I'll sit for a cold-weather football game and like it. If it's a cold-weather baseball game, I want no part of it. Does that make sense? You're still yeah. doing the same thing. You're sitting outside watching sports. I don't know why it feels so different. I'll say I'll say this: the NFL is a much better television product, uh, well, just right. in general. I mean, like I, even yeah. if you could go to a game in, in nice weather, I'd rather watch it on television than have to watch a red zone. Yeah. But the I funny mean, thing about the NFL too is it's become so popular that people they're worried that people want to stay home so they can see the second game and the out of market game too. Right. But But they still sell those tickets for a lot of money. Listen, we love the NFL on TV. Obviously, it's such a great TV product. But, man, put a game on a streaming platform. People get very upset. Here they come. Yeah, thank God. Thank God TJ Watt's not playing, so I don't have to have to watch it. I mean, I have to watch that game for my job. I'm actually playing. Wait. A friend of mine has Peacock. I'm going over there, but... Wait, wait, hold on. Wrong yeah. game. Oh, yeah. it's a, oh, the, uh, it's the a cold game. game. Oh, right. It's a Taylor <laughs> Swift game. You're on your new team. <laughs> You have to download yeah, Peacock, my but friend. But that that game's not going to be good either. It's going to be bad. Peacock is not bad. It's like five ninety nine a month, and and you get a, a bunch of good movies, a bunch of good television shows. Yeah. But also get WWE Network. So I know, but how long are you going to get WWE Network? Aren't they? They're always moving yeah, around. Yeah, but they still they're on the contract for a, a few more years, I think, with okay. Peacock. I'm actually driving up to. We- I'm sorry, I confused the games. I'm driving up to Westchester. My friend has a home theater. He built a new house, and he has you know those rich people with home theaters. I mean, I. It's the one thing I wouldn't do if I had was a rich person. Why? I don't know. Oh, I, don't I get to I watch this theater. Peacock game on oh. this home theater. It's oh. the first thing I would do. Really? Yes. Yeah. The home theater? I I'll send just... out a picture on Saturday night. This looks like a, okay. he has movie seats, movie chairs, mm-hmm. and like that drink holder. He's got drink yeah. holders. It's okay. great. But what about just, what about, okay, say you have a very comfortable couch. I love my couch. I actually love watching movies in my bed. Like, I'm a bed couch person. I don't want to watch in a pseudo movie theater seat. I, I think there's an advantage to that though because you have to pay attention to the movie. So say it's a good because I have a problem where if I'm watching a movie on Netflix, I might stop and go get a drink and then you lose the flow a little bit. No. Or I might fall asleep in the comfy chair. <laughs> that can happen in the theater. Yes. But I <laughs> They really... serve alcohol now in some of these theaters Ooh. where you have a comfy chair, a blanket and booze. I'm like, there's no chance I'm staying up to see the end of Baby Driver. <laughs> That's lunch tomorrow. <laughs> this is a very expensive nap. You know what I read too, Maggie? That they're going to expand. Like this is just the beginning. That they're going to like of, in, of streaming playoff games. Oh, so sure. once they put a Cowboys game on streaming only, oh my gosh, it's going to be chaos. So wait, are you all? What's the plan? How are we all watching this game? I'll I'll watch I'm going to Westchester. You, oh, you have Peacock. I have Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. I'll right, we'll go too. to Pete's and Bogus's. Ryan. I have Peacock too. You guys all Jeez, have Peacock? Guys, I got rid yeah. of Peacock. WWE fans. Oh, yes. A lot of soccer matches. So, I, I had it for a while because the second Baby Boss movie was on. <laughs> my, my kids wanted it. You're like a single issue voter. You're like a single movie <laughs> downloader. Aren't you guys like that? Like a lot of people got Paramount for Yellowstone, right? I, know, I think Apple TV for Ted Lasso. Was yeah, a Apple TV show. for Ted What's yeah. that? Or morning show on Apple Or morning TV. show. So what I do is <laughs> I actually watch the Bills Chargers game, which was also streaming exclusively on Peacock. Mm. I end up watching it on my phone because I have NFL Plus. 
Oh, okay. So now, you, do you know that NFL Plus is definitely going to show this game? They can better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll download Peacock. It's fine. It's just. It's a seven. Can you do a seven day trial? I already did that. They probably have a trial, yeah. yeah I just, did that to get the Dan Patrick show back in the day when you guys were on Peacock. No, you might it's, still still be. On, it's still on Peacock. Yeah. Because I'm a fan. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm I'm watching in the comfort of a home theater. I'm so excited. To, I'm going to have popcorn. This is going to be the greatest game Man, experience of my life. friends with rich people. You've really mastered that. Andrew yeah. Bogus is here. He's got headlines. Hello. Uh, good morning. Those headlines sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Oh. I believe his name came up recently, and we didn't know how to say his name. Now it's time to put some respect on Raptors head coach Darko Ryakovich because he might be the best coach in the NBA. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws. In, in a four quarter. And then he put lasers on sharks and attacked <laughs> league headquarters. Oh, Ryakovich Ry- angry with the free throw disparity in a 132-131 loss at the Lakers last night. As he said, it was 23-2 in the fourth quarter. 36 attempts to 13 for the game. Anthony Davis scoring 41, 11 boards, and 6 assists. Wait, the other thing he said was if the, if the NBA wanted the Lakers to win... They should have just told us that before the game, and we wouldn't have bothered to show up. I'm like, dude, you're going to be in a body bag somewhere if you keep talking like that. (laughs) I got a cut for every update. That's how good this was yesterday. He was amazing. He's my new favorite favorite coach. Call him out. There's table thumping. He looks like a Bond villain while he's delivering (laughs) this. He's actually threatening to blow up your country. It's amazing. He's so good. And afterwards, he left the press conference and parachuted out of the window (laughs) into a convertible. Yeah, that Nick Nurse parting looks really good right now. Yeah. Uh, The Grizzlies, meanwhile, rode through Dallas 120-103 in in their first game since ruling out John Morant for the season, Desmond Bain scored 32. Carl Anthony Towns had 28 in Minnesota's 113-92 win in Orlando. Men's college hoops lost its top two teams last night. Number one, Purdue taking an 88-72 loss at Nebraska. Number two, Houston losing at Iowa State, 57-53. The Cougars were the last remaining unbeaten team. Remember, 11... That's Perloff's team. Oh, yeah. I do, actually. I am a longtime Houston Cougars You're fan. You're not. Yes, I am. We went down on the Dan Patrick show to Houston, and we dressed as Houston Cougars cheerleaders, and I was on the court, and my buddy Case Keenum's a Houston Cougar. I, they're very good at basketball. So I've officially, I jumped on the bandwagon, but like five years ago. And North Calvin Carolina Sampson. and Villanova. Yeah. But not and... Duke. That's not a bandwagon jump for me. I've always been a Villanova and North Carolina Syracuse fan. <laughs> right. It's the, the weird, whole... weirdest version of Tobacco Road ever. <laughs> <laughs> How do you uh, even face paint that? Number 11, Duke winning at Pitt last night, 75-53, extending their win streak to seven. Uh, the Steelers not trying to fool anybody, already declaring T.J. Watt out for Sunday afternoon in Buffalo because of his knee injury from last weekend. And Mike Tomlin sticking with Mason Rudolph as his starting QB. Much like in the spirit of in which we worked a week ago, uh, we're just simply staying with the hot hand and not disrupting uh, the apple cart. Um, we've been in some tough circumstances. He's delivered. We've delivered. Uh, and again, this is a decision because Kenny Pickett is healthy enough to play, but it remains Rudolph's Disrupt job. Disrupt the what? 
The Apple Car. The Apple Car, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders definitely saw up close and personal the Chargers' struggles, but are still reportedly interviewing L.A.'s former GM, Tom Telesco, <laughs> for that same position. Former UNLV QB, Jaden Maiava, is now transferring to USC the day after saying he'd go to Georgia but he better not keep us from Miller Moss being the Trojans' QB next fall because that's a very high-end athlete name. I need Miller no, he's Moss. top five Heisman odds. Already. Yeah, or he's, he's the guy. I love it. Uh, and finally on ice, we're in overtime at Mullet Arena. Final minute of overtime. Smalls to the net. He scores! And overtime. Winner for Nick Schmaltz. Uh, in case you're not up to speed on the Arizona Coyotes, yeah. they still play in a roughly 6,000-seat venue on the ASU campus, and it's called Mullet Arena. And <laughs> but that's... was there a ship coming in there at the same time in, in Arizona? Uh, that's where Nick Schmaltz scored with 55 seconds left in extra time. Coyotes oh, that's a good athlete. Name. Bruins 3. Guys, back to you. Bogish, thank you so much. A lot to do, including someone sent us a gift. We're going to open it up on the show today. Also, Sean Payton uh, talking about Russell Wilson's future. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS. This is Sports shame. Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff here on CBS Sports Radio. Well, it's the NFL offseason for... A lot of NFL teams, and one of them is the Denver Broncos, where this season, I mean, bit of a roller coaster, got off to a rocky start, I would say, when the Dolphins well, hang 70 on you. You would say that was a dad joke pun if I had said rocky start for the oh, Rocky Mountain team. I didn't even, I didn't even think There you go. It. They got off to a rocky start in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> Bad job out of me. And then really kind of rebounded and saved the season a little bit. They went on a five-game winning streak. You thought, you know, the defense stepped up. They started turning the ball over. Russell Wilson did not play terribly this year. Uh, it was better than a year ago, mm -hmm. but the bar was extremely low there. And then the wheels kind of fell off at the end of the season. Then we find out towards the end of the season, there was so much turmoil going on behind the scenes between the front office, the head coach, and the quarterback where, according to Russell Wilson, they wanted to 
sort of restructure his contract to take out some injury guarantees. Yeah. Russell Wilson understandably balked at that, and they ended up sitting Russell Wilson for the last two games of the season to make sure he didn't get injured. This is bad and bad because, first of all, they kind of screwed over Russell Wilson by saying, we don't believe in you, so he can't stay there. But Jared Stidham played the last couple games, and he didn't look good in that offense. And they're really not in the position to draft somebody really high who's going to fill in immediately. So who's quarterback next year? And not to mention, they've destroyed their cap for the next two years. The biggest dead cap hit in the history of the NFL by far. Not even close. Even if they do it post-June 1, it's $85 million over two years. So they're basically a franchise with no answers. This is just disaster. Now, here is Sean Payton talking about Russell Wilson and his future. There's so many things that go into... um, a decision specific to the quarterback, which is significant, obviously. Um, so it's too early at all. I, I, vis- I spent half an hour with Russ yesterday, um, you know, and I, I told him, I said, look, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be a long, drawn-out process, but um, but it hasn't been decided relative to what our plans are. And uh, um, But as, as soon as we know something that, that uh, certainly – you know, he would be the first to know. Wow. I mean, is there anyone in their right mind who would trade for Russell Wilson right now in his contract? This no. has post-June 1 yeah. cut right and all over it. And you want to know what's funny? I'm not saying it's worse than Nathaniel Hackett. Nothing was worse than Nathaniel Hackett. That was terrible. But you thought when Sean Payton was going to come in, it was going to be like a quick turnaround. I'm not saying they were going to be a Super Bowl contender this year. But the amount that and the ways that Denver has gotten in their own way and continue to get yeah. in their own way despite having a Super Bowl winning head coach is staggering. Yeah, it's almost a warning shot for teams that are looking at retreads this year because, like, I hate to say it, this is Sean Payton is in his 50s. What, what's gonna, what if Bill Belichick comes and has the same problems? And there's another connection with Belichick. Tell me if this is crazy. Or if Peyton continues to struggle, are people going to look back and say, whoa, maybe it was Drew Brees who was really doing that Saints stuff. And it wasn't because uh, Peyton has not really had success with another quarterback. And I don't see how he's going to do it next year. I think he's killing his legacy here. Is it? It'd be interesting. Is Denver the place where legacies go to die? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not Russell, for John Elway, of course, but... Russell's jeopardizing his uh, Hall of Fame career by... Well, now he'll get out of there. Although his numbers were crazy good this year, which is ironic. Right, and they didn't want nothing to do with him. Because yeah. of the terrible contract and the contract extension they gave him. But listen, they were kind of in for a penny and for a pound because they'd already traded for him. Also, what you saw in the field did not match his numbers. It, the offense was pretty anemic. There were a lot of little short passes... Uh, you know, he ended up with 26 touchdowns and uh, eight picks, which is really good and high completion percentage, but it was so much short passing. He can't run like he used to. Did you notice that? I think they thought they were getting Russell Wilson of five years ago, and that guy is now gone, I guess. How? Okay, so they're picking 12th in the draft. You're right. I mean, that's are you going to start trading up? They don't have their second-round pick because they traded it to the Saints for Sean Payton. you could be looking at Bo Nix or Michael Penix. It's a deep quarterback draft. Sometimes quarterbacks have gone at 12, famously Christian Ponder, which did not work out. It's a weird spot for a quarterback, but maybe go there. Sean Payton thinks he can teach him the game. Okay, but then you're really relying on someone falling yeah. to you. Like, that's not aggressive. That's not yeah. – and I guess maybe get lucky and you say you claim, hey, we wanted this guy all the time, but I, well, I don't know if it works like that. But you just came off this blockbuster deal where you gave all these – 
picks out to get Russell Wilson. You're not doing another blockbuster deal to get up to number two or three. No, it's just amazing that the quarterback concerns continue in Denver. This was what you thought you were getting rid of all that when you make the trade yeah. for Russell Wilson and you put him with the wrong head coach because obviously you originally wanted Rodgers. It's the only reason to bring in Nathaniel yeah. Hackett. And it didn't work because you pivoted to Russell Wilson. I mean... And, and not, sh- not that Aaron Rodgers would have been a bastion of stability necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you get the full Rodgers experience, of course. The Jets are learning that. But, I mean, now you're still in this crazy quarterback yeah. limbo. And you're right about Sean Payton. Like, you know, how much damage is done to the legacy if he can't turn this around? I'm beginning to wonder, did he ever really want this job? Yeah, because it was just Penner. The Penner-Walton family is attractive. If you're a coach to have the richest owners really in the history of the league, that's got to be something. Of course, but so you do it for the money, but were well, you no, happier the, doing it? We, you you seemed happy at Fox. You yeah. love being in the media. You love talking yeah. to the media. We know that. And it's like you, you interviewed all over the place. I, I don't know. I think he thought he was going to win 10 to 12 games. There. I, I think Sean, the way he was talking about Nathaniel Hackett, he thought he had this figured out, and I think he got a, probably a little humbled here. The problem is with that roster, it there's, seems like there's more humbling coming next year. Unless they have to pull a rabbit out of their hat to even have a starting quarterback. I don't know what's going to go on there. You know what's the most amazing thing? That Mike McCarthy is catching up on Sean Payton in the historical right. Now I think people are high on Mike McCarthy and down on Sean Payton. I mean, who knows? If the Cowboys lose in the playoffs, we'll be right back down on McCarthy. No, but you're But it's right. amazing. Like, the two of them are, like, kind of, like, on a collision course reputation-wise. And the McCarthyites always wondered, like, why don't we get the respect yes. that, you know, Sean Payton seems to get? Uh, you, you're right about it. I, I think if Sean Payton doesn't work out in Denver, there's going to be a couple things you're going to point to. First of all, you're right. They spent like $250 million in free agency last year. Yeah, that was w- a waste. Um, when he said that he wanted to go to a place where he could play golf. Yeah, Denver actually is a good golf town, surprisingly. Well, great. but The you're golf wise. <laughs> okay, yeah, fantastic in the thin air. But you're there to, you know, coach football. So talking about playing golf is like what Steve Spurrier did when he took over the yeah. Washington football team. I see what you're saying. <laughs> and, you know, calling Nathaniel Hackett the worst coaching job, whatever he said, in the history of the NFL, and then missing the playoffs. Which was somewhat factual, but, but maybe, then maybe you it, don't say it. But then blaming that on the fact that he drank too much coffee that morning. <laughs> the old latte defense. At least he didn't say it on camera. That helped him a little bit. He said <laughs> to Jared Bell off camera. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm I'm dying to know who's the quarterback. We might know less about their quarterback situation than any team in the league. Rough. 855-212-4CBS. Bronco fans, what do you want them to do at quarterback? I'm sure they'd probably be open to your ideas. Coming up next, who has the most to lose on Wild Card Weekend? We'll tell you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.